Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. Everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Would like to send everyone a reminder that we are brought to you by trollandtoad.com where coupon code Clickstoff can get you 5% off your Hero Clicks purchases. We also have a current contest going on on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Clickstoff with Trollandtoad for $50 of web credit. And we also have uh, an additional contest continually going on for our patron giveaways on a monthly giveaway. That is patreon.com forward slash clickstoff. We appreciate every all of our supporters. We appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, we all love you guys. Uh, and tonight, uh, joining me is Jason Concrud Alvey. Hi. And, <laughs> and David... Man Bun Gozelman is back. I got a Man Bun for Man Gog. That's about the best way to do it. So it's like David's second appearance this year. Yeah. I think. Yeah, second time is David. Really is that right? I think so. Oh Hopefully God. the first of many more this year. <laughs> Hopefully. I, I, I walked back David into the says he's re- David says he's ready to jump back in. I did. Both. He even did so well he got him a Kobic at Gen Con. Do it. Just rip that band-aid off and just get in there, Dave. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So today we're going to talk about our uh, Gen Con experience a little bit. Um, and <clears throat> just go over kind of the fun and saneness that we had at Gen Con. Um... You know, we got some questions about this, so I want to I want to revisit Q um, secondly, and then answer um, listener questions third. Um, so, and I want to talk a little bit about the regional when we get there uh, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, let's just set us up for Gen Con. Um, I think the, gen, the 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 title for the Gen Con trip could be Seven Dudes, One Room. Yeah, I think it could. <laughs> Seven um, Dudes, Tiny Room. <laughs> well, you know what? It actually wasn't technically a tiny room. No, but it felt that way. <laughs> it did feel that way. So there was four of us. We did get a... Uh, so we had a pretty sweet hotel. We had um, two queen beds, and then we had an extra room with a couch and uh, a vanity uh, with a sink and a refrigerator and another table. So we ended up with uh, four guys in the beds um, and then, what, two air mattresses and Dave slept on the couch. Yeah. So... I've slept the world champion now. Who else can... 
Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Sam can. I said just her. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> I mean, I slept with Lane before. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I don't feel so special. Yeah, I mean, I slept with Lane. Um, it feels like I slept with someone else. Uh, I took a nap he with... He doesn't even know who he's sleeping with. I took a nap with PJ. He sounds like he's getting around a little bit. I don't feel so yeah. special now. Yeah, you probably. Quite a reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Da- uh, Daniel Manhor pal. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't I don't think I've actually slept in the bed with anyone else. I've slept in the same room with a lot of different people at this point. But uh, I think in the bed, that's the, that's the sum total of it. Um... <laughs> But no, I mean we all fit. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So it was, I mean, you know. uh, it wasn't it wasn't easy. It was kind of like putting together a Jenga set with a Lego set. <laughs> um, what what little what few hours we slept? I slept pretty good. Yeah, the bed was nice, and the hotel was really nice. It was the Embassy Suites out in Plainfield. So for those that yeah, know, Jincon uh, has a pretty tight reins on all of the housing block. Well, this one was outside of the block, and it was just built in March of this year so uh, it was nice and new and they made omelets for you every morning they had an amazing free free breakfast yeah Yeah, they had free booze free breakfast free omelets they uh I don't know they make pancakes for you guys they Uh, we didn't get any but but they do yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they, I, I got uh, they were making pancakes um, on Sunday, and I didn't notice that before. Uh, I was too busy eating all the sausage and bacon and eggs and potatoes they had. Man, I had an omelet every day. It was awesome. I got up Monday morning. And I was sad because I didn't have an omelet to go to. Me too. Uh, I got like the ham, sausage, bacon, red peppers. Um, Shoot mushrooms, spinach. It was good. Yeah, and the guy cooked it too. It wasn't like make your own either. Like the guy actually yeah, like, made it for you. It was good stuff. Yeah, I was. I definitely go back. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll probably try to get there again if we can't get a downtown room next year. But uh, no, I mean we all made it up. Um, Let's see, we experienced for the first time someone forgetting their badge. <laughs> poor Zach. Yeah, poor Zach had to drive halfway back home. Luckily, we aren't too far away from Gen Con. And uh, his wife was able to uh, meet him halfway. And, uh, but uh, that was exciting. Uh, let's see, so yeah. Wednesday we got up there. Uh, we. Uh, raided all of the comic book stores for all of them from all of their hero clicks. I yes, yelled yeah. nerd at people downtown outside <laughs> from Jason's car. <laughs> yes, he did. First thing Wednesday morning. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know, man. I just saw this guy like walking down the road next to the con, and I just like, for some reason, like, it wasn't a thought. It was just like an urge, and it had to be met. I just rolled down the window. I was like, nerd! So, 
I, I may have screamed like a girl when I opened a single booster of Black Panther and pulled an Ultra Chase Thanos. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone sees Jason selling the Ultra Chase Thanos, uh, do not buy it from him. <laughs> He's uh, not allowed to sell it. I have not tried to sell it. It's safely tucked away in my box. Yeah, as it should be. Um, so... Uh, let's see, I, uh, what did I get? I got a, uh, I don't think I got anything Wednesday, because you got the Chase Donna Troy, I brought, I bought a brick and only got a Prime Panther. Yeah, I got, I bought that Star Trek Gravity Fee, what was left, and pulled Chase Riker and Superman Picard. Yeah, so. In uh, my defense, I said that Wonder Woman stuff had a Chase in it. It did. <laughs> I just, just wasn't the, the Chase I, I wanted you to get. Right. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. They thought of all the boosters in all of the world that the mistaken mass market gravity fee was going to be at this one store. Uh, so he was close, but no cigar. Right. But you would have crapped your pants if you had pulled that in the Ultra Chase in one day. No kidding. <laughs> better go buy a lottery ticket and don't go out whenever it was lightning. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have been more excited to pull the uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, the probably. Yeah, because you can actually go buy the Ultra Chase. You can't just go buy the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Very true. So. I but, definitely would have sold that Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see, so we got checked into our hotel on Wednesday. Nothing terribly exciting. We went downtown, uh, played some games. Uh, Jeremy and uh, Corey got us to try to play this terrible game. Um, All then, hail Death Cup! Yeah, death, death Cup was not a fun game. Um, it was a death of the fun I was having that night. Uh. <laughs> I think it was just like poorly explained and poorly conceived and just all around poor, you know? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, like he was just like, go roll these things and throw quarters in this cup. And I'm like, uh, okay. I either rolled the best the game could have or the worst the game could have. I'm not, they didn't explain which, so. Um, I learned right. I suck at flipping quarters. Her bouncing quarters in the cups. Man, that's hard stuff. Yeah, don't go back to college. <laughs> I never did that in college, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't go back and try to be the old man on campus because they'll drink you under the table, I think. Yeah, I'm sure they would. So. Um. But then, let's see. So, I don't know. Do we want to go day by day or, or our uh, or our favorite experiences on each day or um, kind of our favorite thing from each day? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, we not everything was totally exciting. To hear. Yeah, day by day. It's just like the stuff that's like interesting, you know? Okay. Well, go ahead and start out. Start us out with your Thursday then, Dave. Oh God! I think I did a win map Thursday morning, didn't I? You did. My first jump back into uh, into competitive play. Lexington. Uh, what did you say, Dave? Lexington. 
Hmm? No, you haven't played. You didn't play in Lexington. No, no, not their last one. The one before that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think they've had like two things in Lexington. I think it was very early this year. Cause it was I, States. Was it? I don't think it was States either, bud. Maybe it was before. Maybe it was one before states. That's what it was. I think it was before states. Yeah. So, um, Lockjaw, uh, Mudman, and Groot, and had like uh, the symbiote on it. Some IDs, like you had the uh, remaker ring. No, I didn't have enough points for the remaker ring, so I used the symbiote. Oh, okay. Um, but I used like Gene Student, Cyclops Student, and I think. And two Wolverine IDs. I did okay. Um, I played against Vulture for the first time. That was pretty interesting. I still had Uni on the map. I played against Emily. Um, but she killed Jean. So whenever time came up, freaking, uh, she ended up winning. Because her damn Unseen was rolling out of everything. Uh, even whenever I hit the Precision Strike, you know, which is like, well, he still gets the 5-6, so that was kind of annoying. Um, yeah, so I played Adam Friedman as well, and he played, like, um, Starro, Q-Prime, um, Groot, uh, and some other stuff. I think he added Unseen as well, and, and a, uh, Flora. And then, let's see, I played Lucas, and he was playing a Cosmic team that was pretty interesting, and I had a chance to one-shot his Collector, but one of the other three pieces on my team needed to kill a freaking seal. And either I missed the seal or the seal evaded. So I didn't get that big chance to, like, one-shot the collector before he got going. And I ended up losing that one, too. So I got Van Gogh. That was pretty cool. But not so bad for your first, uh, and not really unexpected for your first time back out. Yeah, exactly. I, I just played something safe to kind of see what things were going to be like, you know what I mean? And uh, I was actually quite surprised to uh, see that I haven't really lost a whole lot. I'm definitely rusty. There were basic things that I forgot. But, like, the overall playing the game... Now, were you uh, were stuff, you Fast Forces rusty or Main Set? Uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> both. That's how rusty I was. Um, but it was definitely fun. I had a good time. Um, I actually, uh, I actually beat Adam's team. I lost to the other two, but, um, yeah, Lockjaw's still, like, my favorite doggo ever, because I just walked up and pulse-waved the whole group with him, and, uh, he killed Q, and he hit everybody else. He, like, knocked the Flora back down to stop-click, and then the next turn he crit-hit pulse-waved everybody, so I can't really complain about that. I certainly wouldn't. Actually, never really came up into the matchup. He never really did a whole lot. I don't think Starro was the right fit for that. But I think it just slowed the team down a little bit. Right. I just, yeah, I just felt like it was too slow, so I just kind of pushed the pace a little bit against it. And, yeah. But it was definitely fun to get back in, to play in. I had a good time. And then uh, I took tickets for the rest of the day. So yeah, so yeah, so Dave and Kyle both volunteered for the Rock. Um, I can't say how uh, awesome it was to have whiskey to have HeroClix events at Gen Con again this year, 
and uh, what an exceptional job uh, Howard and the ROC did um, at running those events this year on uh, on a relatively short notice and uh, Troll and Toad uh, had extra prizing involved and uh, it was just an overall fantastic experience of clicks at uh, at Gen Con this year. Now, while it, yep. now, while it may not have been a uh, you know a WizKids Worlds type experience, you know, like you know you would expect new stuff and all this other things, but um, you know Howard and the crew did a fantastic job. So um, yeah, look forward to more next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Jason, what about uh, what about your Thursday? I don't think I did much of note, at least for HeroClix on Thursday. I played Nevada Royal and got second because, you know, time ran out on me before I could quite uh, overcome the other people there. I got a Loki out of it from Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the rest of the time I spent in the dealer hall and then playing uh, some Transformers. Playing not HeroClix? So thir- yeah, Thursday was pretty. It was fairly uneventful, I think. Right. The Popper event was Friday, right? Yeah, Popper was Friday. Yeah. So for me, Thursday, I um, I didn't have a win a map. Are you sure the event wasn't on Thursday? Was I think you were on, was Thursday, it on Thursday afternoon. Yeah, because I re- I streamed your thing before I won my win a map. Okay, so I guess Thursday afternoon. I'm getting my days all mixed up. So Thursday night or afternoon, yeah, I played the Popper 300 Modern Win a Map and took my uh, plus like 12 Avengers theme team of Medusa's, Giant Girls, Aim Reds, and Voyager to a victory. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, and you faced PJ in the finals, right? Yes, I faced PJ in the finals. And. I decided to just totally catch on fire, and I rolled, I think, 10 and 11, like every attack roll I made. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. was needed because he was rocking, like, 20, 21 defense all the time with his uh, Thrill Killer Robins. Yeah, so PJ had played the Thrill Killer Robins with uh, the common, uncommon Batman, uh, and then an Alfred. Um, yeah. So he was giving out tokens to the, uh, <clears throat> to the hares to kill him. If they killed a Robin, but um, so yeah, PJ had uh, ant- had the answer to Medusa's and uh, Popper uh, by making them roll hot, and that's exactly what uh, Jason did was was roll hot and win. So yeah, that, your your results that was made my strategy going in just to roll good. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> rolling them fives and sixes, baby. <laughs> I was taking Zachary's advice and just rolling them fives and sixes, baby. That's it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, your results may vary. Uh, Through a killer, Robbins with a twenty-one was still pretty formidable. Um, oh honestly, yeah, it was a good team. Yeah, but it just couldn't, uh, just couldn't withstand the hot dice. Admittedly, yeah. above average. Um, the Medusas are pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely above average. Quite, quite above average. But yeah, that, that team was still fun to play for me. You know, the Medusas, uh, three Medusas, a Voyager, two Aim Red, and six Giant Girls. I don't know, lots of Giant Girls. Yeah, the um, 
the giant girl spam is still a lot of fun. Um, so, well, no, I mean, I'm glad you won that. Alright, well, yeah, I mean, uh, giant girl still OP and popper. Um, yeah. Still the... Yeah. So I still say she should be on the on the watch list with Medusa. Uh, you know what? I agrees with me. I don't. I don't agree because here's the thing. Um, and I've said this on a couple of the Facebook posts. Popper is a competitive format. It's not meant to be an uncompetitive format. It's meant to be an accessible format. Right, but if that's all, if, if 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 those things are all anybody plays, I just don't think it's good for it. But if you hadn't rolled so hot, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have, but you would have lost. So I mean, hot dice, uh, you know, I mean, it makes a big difference. I mean, I mean, Medusas are uh, um, actually three dollars and sixty-five cents shipped. So you can have two Medusas for under ten dollars, and you know three Medusas for twelve dollars. Um, you know, and then the Aim Reds are a dollar, or the Aim whatever yeah. whatever version of the Aim guys you want to use. Now I get that it's prevalent, but I mean it's the same thing as saying, you know, cosmic keywords. I don't look at it as like a three hundred point mod. I don't look at it as the way you look at three hundred point mod, and I just don't see that. At that. I don't think. I look really? at it as something I can play other stuff in. Yeah, no, I don't. Hmm. Mm -mm. Uh, you 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 go look at you're you're looking at it the same way you look at everything else. I just don't see it that way. If I want to play something off the like different, I like it because you can play some different figures. You know that you don't normally see. Like at their championship, they had an origins. All anybody played was Medusa. That's it. That's it's like. Well, I mean the. The thing is, is that yeah, I mean that's all that was played at the championship, um, but like, I think you're also you've got some really good team builders looking at the format, um, you know. But it probably just needs some more. I mean the the, the win a map is only going to be such a such a draw for a prize that. You're probably not going to get a lot of diverse teams because you're, you know, your top, um, I don't know, your top tier team builders aren't looking at the format that closely. I mean, we got totally a whole new uh, format of a format or team archetype from PJ. Yeah, um, and it hasn't been explored. That's a, yeah, it has not been explored very. Yeah, much. that's a good. That's what I'm trying to say. It hasn't been there explored. Hasn't, no, it hasn't, but I don't know. I just look at the results from that championship they had and all, and what everybody brought, and it just, I don't know. It's pretty boring if everybody's going to play the same thing all the time. I don't really play it because I feel like whoever has the most giant girls typically ends up winning. We've seen that. Fair enough. We've seen enough. It's like, I mean, oh, Dan played like that team that had all girls? giant girls. <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about ten freaking giant girls. What was that team you played, Dan? It was, was all giant girls at that time. No, I mean it had uh, yellow jacket, uh, two stasis Spider Mans, um, 
and uh, the Wasp from ADW that could add five actions. Well, I already had the leadership, so it could add one more action. So basically, that team was pre yeah. that team was pre Medusa. Um, oh yeah, but it's allowed five giant girls to attack a turn. So that that was the premise of that team that I played. Of course, now it doesn't quite have the same amount of oomph because that wasp has retired. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that that any of them are too expensive to have or anything like that, or that they actually have to be gotten rid of. I'm just saying they ought to look at it. The the the, the themes the theme fluff that it that they give you is probably their strongest thing for the giant girls, really. Yeah, yeah. I was augmented. No, I mean, nothing else can touch it. Yeah. No, I mean, to some extent. Um, I mean, you still got some other low-point things, and some other low-point things that are coming out, especially when you get to, like, X-Men and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, like, even, like, I don't know, it's ten points apiece. Yeah, nothing nothing in X-Men's been ten points yet. Um, I but mean, I mean that... like, so, like, if you even if you put, like, a 30-point X-Man on your team to help with theme, like... If I'm playing Avengers with Giant Girls, I'm giving three pieces to your one with the Giant Girls. Like, you put out a 50-point whatever, and it's like, I have five Giant Girls. I got plus five to my theme there. So, like, there's a huge advantage in getting map in it. Yeah, I mean, the... Yeah, I mean, I get it. Um... I mean, obviously, the people who play it enjoy it. It's just not for me because I feel like I'm only playing with a certain extent of the game, and um, you are <laughs> right, right. But you know what I mean. Like I want to play with everything. Like I, I don't care if the chases are in there, if the super rares and the Connellys and all that's in there. I mean, I kind of like that it takes a little bit of everything to make a team great. Now sometimes you do have teams that are just all chases and stuff, but I mean. I don't know. Popper's just not for me. I'm glad there's a lot of people that like it. I'm glad it's a thing. But I think maybe if they want to make any change to it, like you said, the Medusas were fine because like you had to roll like a madman to beat those Robins, right? Yeah, basically. But I think, if anything, they don't like take Giant Girl out of the format, but maybe limit how many Giant Girls you can play on the team. That way it gives other teams that are non-themed or, like, have to pay more points for a theme the opportunity to win map as well. Because if yeah, you're never going to win map because I've got eight giant girls on my team, I mean... Yeah, I never lost map roll. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm, I I, there's not enough data. Like, it, it needs more events, and it needs more exploration for all of it before they make any kind of decisions about it. Yeah, I agree with that. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say something that that new people don't have to be afraid to tip, dip their toe in. You know what I mean? Right, and you don't have to break the bank to give it a shot. Yeah, you know, like yeah. if I want to, if I'm new and I want to play a modern team, you know, I'm spending hundreds of dollars, and um, I may not like it that much. Whereas if you want to start with Popper to see what you think of competitive clicks. You know, you're not breaking the bank to play Popper. It's like, uh, what yeah. was it that 
Jay said the other day, like the math y'all were playing the championship on was more expensive than both the teams combined. Yeah, well, that was your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it was my fault. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I just, I just, I just wanted to be something that people can uh, not be scared to try out. You know what I mean? That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I think here's the thing: there is that you can't, you can't shield you shouldn't be shielding people um, if that makes sense like because it is a competitive format I mean if you and the thing is is like there's other formats out there that have ban lists and and that sort of thing and it's just it's just not the same right it, it's if you want a format you need it's got to be all out um, you know that's where you get the true competition I, I still that's just how that's just how I feel about that. Um, you know, if they start doing ban lists and all this other stuff, you know, I, I, my interest in it will probably drop down more. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not. I know it's not for you. you you've stated you, you you just want to do everything, and that's fine. No, no, I mean, I get it. No, I like to play popper, but you know, I just don't want all these restrictions on it. He, he well, just I'm not, wants I'm access not, to, like, everything possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I want a bunch of restrictions on it. I'm just saying if it becomes to the point where it's, like, that's all that there is. Like, if this one thing is just totally dominating it, maybe it needs to be looked at. Well, I'm just saying, like, right. the problem is, is that when you start doing a ban list, is that something else just becomes better. Nobody said anything about banning it. Or even... Ban never, came, never came out of my mouth. Well, limiting it or... Uh, limiting the number one number of the ones that you can have or whatever uh, you know it, it comes out that you know something else just becomes better I mean that's just my that's just my thought on it and you know I don't know how else to express that it's just it's something that's just is just going to become better um, yeah, well, you know, of course I mean, it, does. Like, it could be like, it could be Thrill Killer Robins, right? I mean, where you're just needing to say, of, of course it does, but you know, it doesn't stop whiz kids from watch listing things. Well, I mean, it's just going to say, you know, okay, everybody's a 21 now. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, it's it's probably fine. They'll be gone in a year anyway. Yeah, so. we'll just see what happens. I mean, the next Popper Championship, they can go ahead and pre-retire stuff. I mean, if it's at Origins next year. You know, retirement will be announced and just pre-retire it and make the championship the new, from the new stuff. Which is probably totally fine. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, for my Thursday, um, I traded in a bunch of stuff to Troll and Toad. And then I ventured into the dealer hall and uh, opened up a cube of uh, Star Trek TNG. And pulled both cues. Nice. So that was like getting an ultra chase. Yeah, definitely. Uh, apparently, I I sold him uh, a, a day too early because uh, he went from like one sixty, one seventy to three hundred dollars. I don't think anybody's paid that for it yet. <laughs> yes, that is sold listings on eBay. Oh, is there sold on eBay? Okay, that is sold on eBay. Yeah. Well, they better do good with him and then sell him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, we'll talk a little bit more about Q later. 
Um, so you see, was it Thursday? Was it Thursday that we went to Zach and I went to Fogo de Chao? Or was that Friday? Uh, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, that was Thursday. Zach and I went to the Brazilian Steakhouse Fogo de Chao. Um, cannot recommend enough um, Brazilian Steakhouse meat. None of the other guys were brave enough to join Zach and I. Um, or I should say, uh, they didn't want to open up their pocketbooks enough. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I probably would not have felt good after it anyway. Oh, it'd have been fine. You would have felt okay. You would have been. You would have felt like you were full of meat. Yeah, which may not have been the best feeling to have. <laughs> well, Zach and I survived. Um. So uh, that was really good. Anytime you can go to a nice Brazilian steakhouse, that is totally going to be worth uh, worth your money. Um, let's see, Friday, did, uh, Dave, did you do anything clicks related Friday other than, um, Judge? Um, no, I don't think so, man. I may have played when Friday, was it Friday 2v2 day? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Friday was 2v2 day. So I'll, we'll start out with what I did in the morning and, um, so I played in the 300 modern, win a map. I played Uni, Unseen, uh, Groot, Flora, uh, ID cards, and uh, I ended up winning that win a map. I had to play against uh, Lucas and uh, Emily and Jalen, and I went 3-0 to uh, win out and uh, get me another uh, King's Tomb. So that was pretty cool. Um, always fun. Had a bunch of fun games. And... Um, and then, so, 2v2. Uh, do we want to talk about first kind of the variance in 2v2 and what Howard pr would talk to us about? Sure. Um, so, the 2v2 was essentially 3v3 like you would have at Team Nats or Team Worlds, uh, but it was only 2v2 because of the lower expected attendance. Um, but I still think we had, what, 12 teams? Maybe 15 teams? I think we had, didn't one or 32 people, so. Yeah, so we had 16 teams. It was 16 teams. Yeah, so it was a, you know, uh, given the circumstances, it was a good amount of turnout. So it was your standard. Uh, you pulled four boosters, and you uh, built two 300-point teams out of those. Uh, you know, you played on, you know, brought your maps and all that kind of stuff. But what was the twist on it, and Howard said that this was something they were potentially looking at for not maybe not this year, probably not this year, Worlds, um, but maybe Team Nats or Team Worlds next year, um, was the concept of a mulligan. Um, so either right when you get your boosters the first time or uh, right before Top Cut, uh, you get to mulligan all four of your boosters and um, get four new ones. So, in hindsight, Jason and Dave, you guys played together. Do you wish you would have mulliganed? No. I didn't want to spend no, double money on it. No, I'm actually not a fan of, I'm not a fan yeah. of uh, the mulligan rule in that, to be honest with you. So, if you'd, like had, the, if you'd had the money, would you have done it? I did have the money. I just didn't want to spend it. 
Okay, if, you, if the money wasn't any object. We'll share I, I think the that, money. Yeah. I think it's just more of a... Um, it used to... You know what I mean? It kind of diminishes the amount of skill you need if you just, like, oh, well, these aren't any good. Let's get some more. And then you pull something good, and you're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Then maybe you buy your way into the final instead of actually, like, playing your way into it. You know what I mean? Well... I don't know if that's the best argument against it because that just happens with all the boosters they give out in the first place. Well, I mean, if you pull it the first time, then okay, you got lucky. And there's been people. I guess it's okay because people have been screwed before. But I mean, I don't think we we had a pretty decent pool. Like it wasn't great, but it was something we could definitely work with. What was your two teams? <clears throat> uh, they were I, both Avengers. Yeah, I had. Super rare Iron Man with the Space Gem, uh, Aim Blue, Aim Red, and two common Captain Marvels. And I had um, Voyager, Thor, uh, Black Panther, and an Aim guy. The White Aim soldier. Yeah, the White Aim. So. And the non-prime Black Panther. Yep. So y'all had garbage. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, I don't think it was bad. The Super Iron Man's pretty garbage and sealed. Well, I mean, I really don't know what else we were going to pull at that point. Um, I don't know. Like, there's what's the end all be all piece? You know what I mean? Because I played plenty of battle royales, and there wasn't anything that was like Red Skull would have been nice. Right, but there's some, you know, I guess the only thing that would have been nice is just to pull, like, some better stuff to have after the competition was over. But, like, I don't feel like my team was weak or anything like that. Yeah, like a Spider-Man or a Black Bolt would have been uh, handy. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man and Black Bolt would have been great. Well, considering Spider-Man is what ended up winning the whole thing. Because <laughs> he's a badass. Yeah. And he won, yeah. like, so many Battle Royales as well, so. Mm-hmm. I saw people pass like um, chase figures in battle royales to get Spider-Man. Like they pulled a chase Iron Man, and they were like, "Here you go, here's chase Iron Man, and it takes Spider-Man." Yeah, because Spider-Man he's can beat Chase Iron Man. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's silly good in in that in sealed. Right, right. So. Um, so you and Zach, or you and Corey, ended up with your chef hats and pulled what? Yeah, we pulled. We had chef hats. Uh, Corey, I played a plus four cosmic theme team with um, Gardner, Voyager, Ebony, Maw, and Possessor. Um, so essentially, hot garbage. Um, and then I, I forget what even Corey played. Um, he had a Medusa, didn't he? Yeah, he had a Medusa. And... Shield Diplomat. Yeah, Shield Diplomat. Um, I should have took pictures of our build sheets, but uh, it wasn't that great. Uh, but we ended up going uh, four rounds, so that was eight matches. We ended up going seven and one. Um, and then in top four... We did, we were going to face the same people that we had faced before. 
um, which was the CWO guys, Trent and Stephen Clark Jr. And we decided to use our mulligan then because Trent had a Spider-Man and um, Stephen had a Shield team. So we re we bought in and rebuilt. Um, my second team was an Avengers themed team with Captain Britain, Medusa, Common Black Widow, and something else. Um, oh, a crystal. Um, so I had like a plus four or five Avengers themed team, and uh, I beat Steven pretty handily. Um, we ended up giving Corey a challenger and um, a crystal and another shield, two shield diplomats. Um, maybe something else small. And uh, Corey just couldn't not die with challenger. We came out to being, um, Corey just missed a uh, shield, an aim guy to uh, win us the game. Because uh, essentially the way it worked out was um, if you won one and lost one, it came down to points. And Steven was slightly underbuilt. So uh, he had scored my crystal. Um, so we lost by uh, 20 points overall from getting into the finals. So yeah. the, uh, the rebuild paid off for us. I mean, at least it gave us a better chance because we knew that if Corey had to face... Um, face the spider-man again without any help that we were toast like we might as well just probably pack up and go again right like as soon as he hits the first attack right, right like just say okay we're we're good i mean right maybe he can survive the 50 minutes without you know getting trounced but it's unlikely i mean yeah we, we were four and two after three rounds and we were already eliminated from the cut yeah we dropped I made it very clear that I'm not a fan of the format. Um, yeah, we played know, two we, teams that were underbuilt and got screwed because of that. Well, both not just times. that. Like, right. so, because I was thinking about it, and I was telling Jason, I was like, so, like, the first round, uh, we played Calderness and Isaac Denke, and we wiped both rounds. So we went to table one against uh, PJ and Lucas. And Lucas. All right, so I beat PJ, and Lucas beat Jason, but um, I guess what it was was I gave up too many points or something like that. PJ was underbuilt. You couldn't score enough points to make up the difference. Right, and then so Jason gave up, or so I gave up too many points in the matchup or something like that to where we couldn't, and then there was the underbuild to where we couldn't make up for the difference so like we literally yeah. lost like 300 to 385 right? yeah I, I just missed like a bunch of rolls and just didn't and just got destroyed and then yeah you couldn't score enough points because he didn't have any to score right because you because you wiped his team right right like, uh, yeah and then in the and, next round we played juggernaut uh and Jamie, we, okay and at this point we were like at table four mm -hmm. right because we were technically one and one at that point and we went to table four and then uh, it was the opposite. I got wiped and got like zero points, and Jason wiped Jamie, but Jamie scored some points off Jason. So we literally lost by like 40 or 50 points that round. Well, and it didn't matter that we were one and one against those two teams. 
which is what irritated me because I was telling Jason, I was like, technically, even though, so like whenever we lost at table one, somebody could have been at table 16 and gone 0 and 2 that round, not won a single game against their opponents. And if they scored more than 300, say if they scored 200 apiece and they both lost, they would have technically done better than me and Jason did when we went one and one with 300. And I found that really irritating because while our overall record when we dropped was four and two, four wins, two losses, our overall record, like as a team, they had us as a one-two. You know what I mean? But that's how. But that's how scoring works for team nationals now. I, I right, which, I, well, they said they were thinking about going to that. But the thing is, they have three people, so there's always a tiebreaker. Right. You know? so uh, a tiebreaker, a tiebreaker other one. than points, you mean. Yeah. Right, right, a tiebreaker other than points. So, so like I was telling Jason, it didn't matter that I beat PJ that round, and it didn't matter that he... Because literally somebody sitting at the bottom table could go 0-2 the same round, score 400, and they would count that as better than we did that round, even though we won a game. And I think in any format that winning a game should matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you won a game, it should count for something. But it was all about a team win and points. Yeah, so, I mean, it was Individual wins meant nothing. I didn't enjoy it at all. Right. But, I mean, at least it was just win a map prizing. Um, And it was something different, right? I mean, you don't get innovation without trying something different so right and that's fine but you know they said that they were thinking about trying this with whiz kids and so you know i talked to a couple people and i talked to howard about why i didn't like the game and this is exactly what why i didn't like the format and it was exactly what i just said you know it was like if you win it should count for something you know i'd rather them score it and i know and what i really think it is is there's no way in the win to do it and that's why they can't score it that way. Well, and then, like, and then of course, Howard didn't have access to the special software that they use at Team Nats and Team Worlds. Right. But, you yeah. know, a 1-1 with 300 points should be better than a 0-2 with 400, in my right. opinion, because you won a game. Right. No, I get you. I mean, they just didn't have that special software, too, that Norm uses to, to, to run everything. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that, that special software should be part of the win. I think, um, I think it's a format it's a, they run. They should they should have it in their system for everybody to access. Much like I, scoring battle royals should be able to be done that way as well. But honestly, that was my only issue with the format. If they if they had the special software or whatever, and they ran a two v two at worlds or nationals or whatever, and it kept track of like your overall team wins, individual wins each round, and then points, I'd be okay. So like if me and Jason went one one with three hundred, and they went oh two with 400, then we should still be ahead of them because we won a game. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I mean, and there might be some people who do disagree, and that's okay. Like I said, it's just my opinion. But it was fun to play. I don't know. I don't know. We just didn't suck till top four, so, I mean, I guess my advice (laughs) for you guys would be to get good scrubs. Yeah, I guess. I'm just kidding. It's all about the pools. Yeah, it's all about the pools. I'm just kidding. You guys aren't scrubs. Um, 
Yeah, we might be. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your pools, I mean, realistically, Super Rare Iron Man, your pools weren't that spectacular. I pulled Super no, Rare they were not. I pulled Super Rare Iron Man in a Battle Royal, and uh, someone uh, um, knocked my outwit, uh, knocked my other outwit piece on a Hulk, and uh, they TK'd over their Hulk and one-shot my Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was playing Lucas, he had Black Bolt. I was screwed from the get-go because he, I had three pieces with Impervious. He just, all he needed to do was just run out and I could blast my whole team. Yep. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a plan, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's something different. I mean, it was different, different than playing another 300 modern event or something like that. No, so. I like I like team events. No, I think that was the most popular event at, at the at Gen Con for clicks for sure. As far as attendance, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think there should be more team events out there. People really seem to enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, and to some extent, sealed is a you know a limit equalizer. But even in like- the constructed team events that have happened, people have been. I think have been more drawn to them. Right. If you give me like a, a year's notice, like next year at Worlds, we're going to have team and constructed teams. You know what I mean? Or like next year, we're going to have a completely separate event and it's going to be all team related events. That could be fun. But I know that's not going to happen. I'm just saying like I would make time for that. Right. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Well, what do we want to do? We want to talk about Friday now or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday's the next thing, which I don't have any clicks related stuff to talk about from Saturday, I don't think. No. Yeah, you gave uh you gave up on uh, Saturday. Um yeah. so I want to talk a little bit about <laughs> uh I want to talk a little bit about my matches at the regional. Um I played I ended up getting second in the regional. Uh, we played four rounds, top four. Um, so I played my Uni Unseen, Reality Gym, Remaker Ring, Nightbringer Ring, um, Map Bonus, uh, Wolverine, Jubilee, Jean Grey, um, Cyclops. So uh, round one, I played against uh, Jay Solomon. Uh, playing the um, Kobic Trader Unseen Q Prime Group Flora IDs. Um, so that match came down to um, I beat Jay by two points. Uh, Jay called out too many IDs and we traded Colossals. So I don't think Jay could have gotten the points he did. Um, without trading me those ID cards. Uh, maybe he could have. Um, Jay was going to be on tonight uh, to defend himself there. but um, So I ended up getting a low point win against um, Jay. <coughs> and like two points. So it was like 1-0 with like 30 points. Um, you know, his... his Kobic rolled out. He kept his trader safe. We went, we were on the Galador Promenade, so um, I didn't get overly aggressive um, because I maintained a point tempo throughout most of the game. Um, 
and I wounded his trader so he couldn't um, come over and trade with me or double lock me down or anything so I made him I kept him at bay basically for about 25 minutes of the match um, first time I'd ever got to play Jay so it was cool to play Jay for sure um, second round I played against uh, Jamie Jordan of um, Juggernaut and um, he was playing 200 point Lobo with the Soul Gym uh, Daredevil Groot uh, Daredevil was had he played the Venom Harness and um, a Cyclops student. So in that one round one, I shot the Venom Harness with his Cyclops ID and um, was up seven point seven to three. Um, I ended up keeping Lobo on his stop click for pretty much about three quarters of the match, but couldn't ever land a seven on him. Uh, removed one token from Daredevil. Um, I killed his Groot. He killed my Groot. I used a Gene Gray to kill to kill his Groot. Uh, no, I didn't kill his Groot. Uni killed his Groot. Um, Gene Gray actually missed. So it was 26 to 27. Um, and I kept my Flora alive by healing it and keeping the defense max with two probs because uh, Jamie didn't have any. Um, so I ended up taking Jamie down, sort of, uh, 26 to 27, but, uh, you know, a win's a win. Um, so I went into round three, I played Knight White, who was playing his Nightshade team, so it was like Nightshade, Nightshade, uh, Sheriff Strange, Sheriff Strange, Billy, Billy, Tri-Sentinel IDs, uh, and he took me to the Rock Police HQ map. Um, admittedly in this match uh, I made nearly a fatal mistake which wouldn't happen again uh, which and I learned you know that's the whole point of playing these things um, I got my uni popped um, but his tri-sentinel missed my Groot actually crit missed and killed his Groot or sorry his tri-sentinel missed shooting my Groot um, killed his tri-sentinel um, so my Groot was able to stay alive. I used Jubilee uh, to energy explode his team since he had used his perplexes offensively uh, instead of defensively and um, ended up energy exploding, killing a Nightshade, damaging both Sheriff Stranges, uh, allowing me to trigger retail with Groot. Uh, and something I never thought of before, Jubilee damaged herself twice with Mystics um, and she ends up on Perplex. So, pro tip, if you ever face two Mystics with Jubilee, uh, she can get you another handy Perplex. So, I ended up killing a Sheriff Strange, I think, that turn. And um, the next turn, I killed the other Sheriff Strange, because I'd already killed both Nightshades. And uh, so, I went from a losing situation to one turn, pretty much going into a uh, winning situation. So, that was cool. Round four... Um, Adam, um, had, we were both, Adam and I were both in, uh, so we actually didn't play, because uh, we were both in top four. Top four, I played Jay again, I won map this time, um, and Uni survived. <coughs> um, but his, uh, Traitor and Groot, and I think, he only had, all he had left was Q Prime, and Kobik, 
Um, but time was pretty much ran out of time. He'd used all of his IDs. I had gotten ahead on Trader. Um, and then I managed to miss, he missed his rollouts on Unseen. Um, so that ended up just being a points thing. I did end up losing to Adam in the finals. Um, I had just, it was a long day. The, the thing didn't start till four. So in short, I made two mistakes. Uh, those things do happen. Um, like I said, I was glad the mistakes happen now and not in Worlds. Um, so all the all the preps for Memphis. Um, so I ended up making a mistake with Adam, and I got retailed on um, with Groot, and I got locked down with some Walking Woods. He got on me pretty quick, so I wasn't able to get my Remaker ring. I only had the Nightbringer ring. Um, I missed some attack rolls. I missed some rollouts. Adam rolled, I think, three elevens to knock Uni to a stop click. So he had some Jason Alvey dice. Um, so, um, I mean, it happened. So I learned, uh, definitely learned for Nats. Um, I'm like six, six to six out of seven matches against uh, Kobic uh, winning. So, um, you know, Adam was my first loss against a Kobic. Um, but, uh, you know, congrats to Adam for winning for sure. Uh, you know, I practice against Adam and um, we play together online quite a bit and talk quite a bit. So uh, Adam's definitely a formidable foe, um, but a really great guy to talk, talk clicks with and um, all that good stuff. So I think that was pretty much the end of our... Gen Con Clicks Adventure, right? I mean, you, did you guys well, play any so. on Sunday at all? Um, I played in the Battle Royal and got destroyed. I think the last Battle Royal was the only Ultra Chase Thanos that was pulled all weekend. I, I saw. I used up all my pull luck at the beginning. Yeah, I saw. I, I saw one of the guys posting like Hero Clicks players and collectors that they pulled a Ultra Chase Thanos at their last VR. They they did. We were sitting right behind them when they did. Man, they were excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy was like, "Woo!" And then he picked it, and I was like, "Yeah." Now all you have to do is keep him alive so you can win him. And he won. So. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I expected there'd be some, probably some more ultra chases to be pulled, but I guess mm -hmm. not. I saw all kinds of chases, just only one ultra chase. Yeah, that was crazy, but. I mean, it turned out to be a fantastic weekend. I was excited. Uh, I was glad to get back home. I was tired, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, was good time. it was a good time, but it was exhausting. Yeah, I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> That's for Man, sure. This is not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Played a lot of uh, what. We play a lot of cards against humanity and stuff like that back at the hotel. It was a pretty good time. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, um, man, we had a great time. Boy, I was just excited. Um, I know that that match-by-match uh, match thing was a little boring, but I just wanted to throw out some info on that, especially with Worlds coming up. Um... Um, but no, Gen Con was just great. I mean, we just had such a great time with that. Um, so let's, um, 
let's revisit Q prime a little bit. Um, so are, are you changing your stance on? Um, so, I mean, here's the thing. In our match against, my two matches against Jay, did Q prime do anything? Yes. But did it help Jay win the game? No. So he has standard power, you know, he has special powers and abilities, etc., right? Um, so he helped Day, you know, he helped Jay with a, a save roll and he, you know, made him crit hit on a um, mind control. Um, so, you know, so he did things, right? And then the one time I went to go attack him, um, he you know, rolled his die to try to match mine, and he, he matched it, so I was kind of, okay, I mean, that was the one time I attacked him, right, so it wasn't like a mathematical thing, um, now I wasn't playing any pulse wave either, um, so without pushing uni to it, but uh, in both our games, uni never took a click of damage, so typically if that's the situation, I'm not you know, losing um, at that point either. So, um, Q was, I don't know, largely ignorable. Um, you know, I, he couldn't get based with me because I had uh, poison uh, on uni. So he could always phase away, right? But he could never um, get into a position where maybe he could get mind controlled. Um, adjacent to uni because then he dies um, and then if I had had a pulse wave then I would have just done what Dave did and just multi-target pulse wave KO'd everything right um, Wait, so, he's only rocking like what a 17 defense yeah I think so um, that's totally hittable <laughs> let's hope right um, so I um I thought he was just man. I I get it, but I mean, if you have some pulse wave, you should be fine. You know, there's folks that are probably argue that man. If you get all the way across the board to call out your pulse wave, well, I mean, there's teams that can get Storm or Iceman across the board and get the figure back. Um. You know, I mean, if you TK out with a, you know, astronomer or something that has a, something that has a sidestep, and then, you know, the the mm -hmm. pulse waver is going out even further, and then multi-target pulse waving, then uh, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, um, I think that maybe you have to adjust your uh, ID card suite to to use a pulse waver. Um, yeah. What do we have? Storm, Banshee. Yeah, Storm, Banshee, Iceman. And yeah, and we have Asgardian Storm after World. Yeah, so I mean, but really, the big right. thing that, the big thing that people are going to be thinking about, I think, is Worlds itself. Um, not so much post Worlds. Um, at least that's what I keep telling myself. I'm I am totally all thinking about Worlds. No, no I get it. I'm, I just don't, without the rarity factor, I don't think he'd be hitting the kind of money he's hitting right now. No, I mean, if he wasn't, uh, 
If they didn't do the uh, gravity feeds the way that they did them, I don't think he would be that expensive. Um, so is so I think, and we had a couple of questions to this extent, right? Um, you know, how big of an impact will Prime Q have on the meta scene? More O28 or O29 BQ at Worlds. Um, Jay Solomon, why is Q Prime over? Uh, why is Q Prime so overrated? Uh, Brandon Colette and um, where the other one? Uh, and then Joe Gutierrez asked uh, those questions. Um, so I think I think to answer Joe's question, you you should see more O twenty nine B than O twenty eight, just because he's twenty points cheaper. Um, so I think the other thing to talk about would be the uh, Q prime trick. Did you did we talk about that with you, Jason? Yes. So you told me, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the Q prime trick is um and I don't know, maybe this is apparent to folks. So if this is apparent to you, then you know, skip ahead a few minutes, I guess. But uh the Q prime trick is uh free choose an opposing character that attack Q or damage a friendly character since your last turn. Place Q such that he was within six squares in line of fire with that character. Now um, I think everybody kind of realized that he could poof over and call out um, Rusty, right? Um, so Fast Force's Rusty, Rusty has the poison. Uh, nine attack, two damage. Mm -hmm. Nine attack, two damage. Um, and then probability control, but only to target Rusty's attack roll without a five. So, but if you talk about a Kobic Trader Unseen team, that's two perplexes on Rusty, uh, and then there's four probability controls. Now, would I typically say a nine attack is good? No. Would I say a nine attack with three probs is good that can make you miss super senses? Yes. Um, depending on what your dice have loaded, um, you can also, you know, make. Um, Rusty crit hit, and then he can activate his poison. I know that Jay killed a um, Star Fox that away, uh, and he also killed my Unseen that away in our match. Um, so it, it's certainly neat, right? Um, and in that realm, you can call out uh, 30 point Batman the Animated Series uh, Joker. So, I mean, he's 10 for 3 with a prob. Yeah. Um,. And then the other one was a uh, poison ivy. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of perplex and that sort of thing to to bump these folks up. Um, and the poison ivy, I don't think, is quite as good. Or was it a Harley? Which poison ivy are you talking? Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not. It's entirely possible I am not. I could just be making it up. It looks like I'm making it up. But I thought there was a uh, Poison Ivy that was 30. Nope. Scratch that. Nope. Scratch that. I'm just joking. Kidding. There is a 30-point Harley. There is a 30-point Harley. A 20-point Harley, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but she has a 9 attack, 1 damage uh, with only the Thrill Killer trait. So she's definitely not as good as Rusty or Joker. Um... 
So, but that, I mean, that's your trick with Q, right? Um, you know, he kind of gets that colossal retail call out an ID situation, um, which is situationally useful. Um, so it almost seems like to me it's, it's Q prime is one of those things where he can do good against the right team, but against the wrong team, he does nothing. Yeah, he doesn't suck, but yeah, he's not just universally like great. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jay said this on another post. He's not A plus plus OMG God tier Rata now, but he's just not good. Um, I mean, he's just not fantastic, right? There's so many other things that compete with him in that thirty point range. Um, yeah. He- you just need to be prepared for it. Yeah, you got to be prepared for it. That's 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 spot on. Um, so, I mean, more to come. I definitely think the prime is better than the regular super rare. I say sell now, wise high. Yeah, for sure. If you can get <laughs> yeah, two, you if you can get two hundred fifty bucks plus for him, then uh, go for it. So I'm not going to work. Worlds, but one of my favorite parts of Gen Con, one day me and Dan slept in and stayed late, right? And uh, I got out of the shower and I was like, man, I had this, this thought in the shower. I was like, and it probably immediately occurred to you, but, but humor me for a minute. And I was like, that Q Prime's going to be pretty much useless after Worlds whenever we have like two Asgardian Storms for every team running around, right? He went, Dave, you're coming back. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned so much over Gen Con. Like I'm like, wait, what's a Kobic? Wait, what's a Trader? Wait, what's this thing do? So. Yeah, I'm glad you're getting the bug again. If only we could get you to go to Worlds. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> well, we got a few more weeks to change your mind. So you could just you could just drive down for a day. So, well, let's hop into our uh, listener questions for the night. Uh, McConnell Lamar, what do you think the top three prize figures are from Regenesis? Uh, we did talk about this in our Regenesis set review, if you want to go back a couple episodes. Um, if I remember correctly, Jason, it was um, the the two the two month one LEs, right? And then the month four prize Cyclops? I think he has like a 12-4. I think we decided the month four ones are just, I don't know. The month four, well, the, okay. 12, atta- the 12 attack four damage Psy Blast was, was, was good. was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think month one and then the month four Cyclops or month three Cyclops or whatever that one is. Yeah, the caveman one? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, was one of y'all drawing a, drawing a note or something? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm playing with something, man. <laughs> yeah, stop that. You're making all the oh. listeners... You're making all the listeners do that. Listen to you do that. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. Month one and then uh, month four, Cyclops. Caveman Cyclops. But And this is strictly... Pretty much strictly as ID card characters. Um, 
Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, our our favorite characters are different, but. Um, <clears throat> um, Richard Leo, how would you make go about making a competitive Starfleet team using the original series and next gen figures? Um. I don't know. I looked at this one, and I looked at all the Starfleet, Star Starfleet, um, Fleet, Starfleet figures. Um, so I don't know. That's uh. It requires a little more thought, I think. Well, it does, but I mean, I think if I had a a core, I do have a suggestion on a core. There's not a lot of transporters, so like things like Chase Captain Kirk from the first set. I don't think you could build like something really cool there, um, but I think the must-haves would be like a Lieutenant Kyle, two Starfleet security officers, the rare Wesley, and I think you could go ahead and get by with uh, playing Commander William Riker, mm -hmm. even with his errata, um, and then sideline at least you know a few of the Thomas Rikers. Um, and then you're probably looking at just filling out the team with um, perplex and support uh, to some extent, like literally the support power. So something like um, mm -hmm. the nurse Agawa. Yeah, the nurse Agawa. Um, you know, maybe there was something that uh, the the Uhura from the original set that can has like the ten range perplex is not bad. Mm-hmm can see through some stuff yeah and and i think uh you know like kirk and ahura is a mm -hmm. great is a great inclusion there um so you know i mean i think it's you're pretty much if you want to play the name theme team um you know you have your william Riker. um the ahura was the um super rare no uh she was the rare uh with for 40 points that has the perplex and could perplexed through anything um and then she can also take the um team ability you may choose a copy of team ability that an opposing character can use as long as lieutenant ahura is on the map adjacent friendly characters and friendly characters with the starfleet keyword can use that team ability um so you could take over things like a superman ally or um what else would be good to take over? Like Batman? Yeah. Um, but nobody's really starting with Batman right now. Um, Underworld would actually be yeah. good from a, yeah. from a henchman. So then all of your Starfleet dudes could carry each other. Yeah, that'd be really good. Um, but that, I mean, that's dependent on also facing a Kobic traitor. Um, so that could make your Captain Kirk team work but only in times when you were facing a um a cobic trader um but there's things like you know the fast forces hulk you can take the um avengers team ability and that kind of stuff but um so did dave already leave I think Dave's phone died on him. Yeah, he said he was pretty low. Yeah. So, well, thanks so. for being on, Dave. Um, yeah, he he should be back more regularly now. 
Yeah, so we just got to get him timed right. So we're all on different schedules these days. Um, so, Richard, I hope that was a good enough question. I appreciate you writing in. I think that's the first time you've asked a question of us. So um, he's your... Uh, yeah, I'll have to look at that more. Yeah, he's a current Team World Champion, so pretty cool. Uh, him and Joe and uh, Devin. Devin, who we just had on the show a couple weeks ago. Yep. So, Edward K., general consensus, how healthy is Heroclix right now? Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. There's nothing. Really good spot. I mean, everybody gets to play the game except for OMAs, um, which is pretty healthy considering, you know, there's, uh, in a comparatively speaking, right? There's no Faust. There's no OMA Goblin King and OMA Uni ruining the format. Um, so everybody gets to play. Um, you know, you just got to play smart, play well. I mean, that's what I generally think is a pretty healthy format. Um, I mean, there's tons of different viable teams. I mean, there are a lot of them are cosmic, but they all play differently. Um, I mean, your X-Men team is still viable. Uh, there's a couple of maybe scientist-themed teams that are viable. Um, Avengers is still viable. Uh, unthemed, uh, just un- like Sheriff Strange, Mangog, Kobik, uh, Vulture, un- Vulture uh, Fast Forces Hulk, Hulk and Vulture together. Um, all sorts of good things, I think, are still plenty viable. Um so, and then uh, Edward K. We have Ray. lots of exciting stuff coming, too. Yeah, X-Men stuff, come, X-Men stuff is going to make that just that theme team even more viable again, I think. Yeah, and then WWE in the fall. That's going to be bonkers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that complete set review. Stone Cold looked amazing. Yeah. And Asuka did, too. Yeah. You're not ready for Asuka. So, yeah, so is the second part of his question is where do you see the game in five years? Um, I think it'll be fine as long as they keep innovating and doing different things. Like, you know, they've done resources, they've done ID cards, they've done special objects. Um, I think they could bring back resources or, you know, keep, keep ID cards going, keep Colossal Retail going. Um, it looks like we're going to get more Colossal Retail in the new set, so... Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Hopefully it's moving up the sales chart. Yeah, I hope so too, for sure. Um, Kurt Thomas, what is the cheapest competitive team in the current meta that does not include any of Medusa, Vulture Prime, and or Fast Forces Hulk? In other words, name a cheap team that does not include any of those figures and feel free to mention any bargain price team that does. So first of all, Kurt, we thank you for being one of our uh, patrons. Um, so I think maybe the cheapest team, dollar-wise, to get into would probably be like Uni Unseen. Yeah, um, I think so. I mean, that's still it's still pretty expensive. I mean, you're probably looking at with the Eternals. If you don't play Star Fox, you're probably looking at. 
about a $350 team. They're about maybe a bit more if you don't. I mean, that's including Gene and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, but, I think the core of Uni and the, and the not uh, Star Fox Eternals is not that expensive. Yeah, so I mean, Unseen in the Reality Gym, call that 30 Uni, Uni Makari, Prime Thanos, Cersei is probably about another 40 and then yeah, re- Gro- Groot's fifty, Remakers ten bucks. Um, so about up to one hundred and thirty, and a Flora's fifty dollars, like two, so two hundred dollars for the core. Yeah, and then another hundred and fifty if you want the good ID cards. Um, yeah, I, don't know, I can't think of anything less expensive. At the moment, I mean that. I mean Vulture Prime. I mean uh, we can't include. Yeah. I mean, but Vul- definitely Vulture and Fast Forces Hulk are probably the cheapest team in the format. Medusa t- team could be fairly cheap too. Yeah, Medusa probably. would be fairly cheap, but I think it needs the more expensive ID cards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because typically, like what Randy was playing with the Vulture Prime and Fast Forces Hulk uses just a Groot. I mean, the Fast Forces was uh, 20, uh, so you're up to 70. Vulture Prime, Ock Arms combos about another 30, so you're up to 100. And then he was just using Miss Marvel for 15. Uh, and then, like, Uncommon and Common Perplexes. So, Vulture Prime's probably about 120. And he was only playing like one or two ID cards, so yeah. I think that what whole about, I think that whole team was two hundred bucks. Yeah. What about like double astronomer? So double or astronomer. Teams. Well, so those are pretty cheap, but it still requires like a group Mangog and like two Floras. So you're looking at reasonably. Two hundred and twenty dollars worth of colossals. Oh, like Nate wasn't playing like Mangog on his like like double astronomer team. Well, I mean to be fair, I don't think. I mean to be fair, Nate. No, didn't Nate didn't do that great with his version of the team. Yeah, not that of any didn't. Yeah, I mean I get it. it's not disparaging to Nate, but like Canadian Nats. I don't know. Let's take a look at. I want to look at his Devin specific build uh, real quick. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, but that team that like Dustin Cedars was playing with the coat with the traders and the gardeners, I don't think is. I don't know. I don't know what kind of colossus he may use. I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean that, that's really what it comes into play is that. So he was playing double. So Devin was playing two traders, one with a space gem. So that's another twenty-five for Iron Man, and then the time gem came on a rare. So that's ten bucks. Um, Nightbringer ring is thirty bucks. So that's fifty, and then the rares do add up with the time gem. So you're probably looking at another thirty dollars worth of rares. Uh, so that puts us at about 60, collector's 25, 85, 50 for Mangog, um, 
sorted out. Hold on, I lost track of my points and my time there. 100 and quarter, 175, 225 for Groot, 275 for Flora. Pin Pocket Tank technically is 50. So three and a quarter. Yeah. So I, it, it adds up quick. It's, yeah, it's right in there. Those are the ones we talked about, though. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But probably, um, I mean, it depends, too, because if you, if you have the full suite, like, in your box, you know, Soul Gym 70, um, I don't think you need the Ego Gym, but, I mean, if he had it in his box, that's $300. Um, but, yeah, probably I would say the Astronomer, I mean... Probably your cheapest good team is four hundred, three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars. Um, I just don't think like Medusa has the. No, I, I take that back. Sorry, the the cheapest good team is probably Vulture with Hulk for what I say two and a quarter or so. Two, yeah, two fifty maybe. Yeah. Two quarter, two and a quarter, two fifty. Um. So, I mean, I just don't think that, like, the Medusa Swarm has it in Modern because it just doesn't cross the map fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with the Zero Ring becoming uh, a thing, um, that can be a real downer for a Medusa's too, or at least slow their offense down quite a bit. So... I'm just trying to think of what else is is cheap price wise. Always, uh, I just I honestly just don't think about things that way. Um, I mean, there are teams that can be played, but I just don't think they've been fully fleshed out like uh, Shades. But even so, like Jay was playing Shades with like Chase Starfox and you know Groots and Mangogs, right? Right. So, um, I mean, there's parts of a team that are cheap. But I mean, the rest of the team still expensive. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the one-man army teams would have been less expensive, but then they got running. Yeah, go <laughs> big, so yeah, which is fine. So, um, maybe you know what? I think that you might be able to get by the cheapest with playing two hundred and fifty point black, point, pan- black panther. panther. Yeah, because he's about yeah. 75. Um, now, and the only reason I think that One he's like viable, it. the only reason I think that he's viable is that you can include the Infinity, do the Infinity Cop version. Right. And then the Infinity Cop can attack, and um, then the um, Pog dudes, the zombies. Um, they yep. can attack as well. Maybe not well, but yeah. if you well, face the Cobic Trader, you're not completely hosed. Yeah, and you got some nice 40-point IDs coming for the cop to call out. Yeah, so you can definitely play two 40-point IDs and then a Venom Symbiote or, um, you know, the Remaker Ring is good on Black Panther. Um, I think even the Nightbringer ring is good because then you can't trade him or outwit him. Uh, I'm sorry, you can outwit him with, sorry, Unseen. 
but they also have to position really well um, because Black Panther can also turn to poison. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and then if so, if you're bringing over your Groot to attack Black Panther, um, it also puts him there for the cop to punch him. Yeah. So I think that's my final answer, Jason. Yeah, I like that one. A cosmic cop, you could probably get in for about a hundred and a quarter. Yeah. I played that team. I had fun with it. Now, I'm not saying you're yeah. going to have a great day, um, but you should have an okay day. Um, yeah. Just depending on how I mean, things go. What, I think I got, what, top fourth regional with that, right? So. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, it was. And that was pre retirement, right? Yeah, it was pre retirement. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, if that was still Hawkeye, I was still there. Yeah, so. I mean. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um. I'm glad we talked through that because I, I I do like that 250 point Panther still. Um, again, I, I don't think you have an easy day, but I think you can have an okay day. Um, Harrison Fordyce wants to know George T. Stag or Pappy. Um, I have I, no idea what we're talking about here. That's fair. I have not had George T. George T. Stag. Uh, I have had per Pappy before, so is this a bourbon or something? It is. So uh, Harrison, it is. Okay. And so Harrison, next time we meet up, if you would like to bring me some George T. Stag, I will happily um, partake. Because um, George T. Stag is made by Buffalo Trace. Uh, it's supposed to be really good, um, but I don't think they have anything that's cheap. Um, at least not the the good stuff. Now I've had Pappy once or twice, but um, not in a long time. Um, so Harrison Fordyce also asked about TMT Odin Prime builds with the new ID options. Uh, maybe even the 230 point option, Prez Rickard for token removal, call out Rachel Summers, then running shot, then OP Phoenix does something. Um, call out full Iceman, Magneto, Storms, Banshee, Pulse Wave stuff. Yes, no Pond Water. Um, I'm assuming Pond Water means uh, negative. Probably. Yeah, and I, something not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Um, I think that the problem is is that Prime Odin is big. Mm -hmm. So he can have his top dial cool stuff. Outwitted. Um, and then shot past his colossal stamina. Yeah, he can't hide yeah, anywhere, he, unfortunately. He, he can't hide as well as, say, Panther can. Panther. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, plus he only has impervious top dial. So, I mean... The big guy can just be side blasted for six too. Yeah, and then he's pretty much toast. Um, yeah, I'm. 
I wish that guy was better, but he's not quite well suited with Kobe Trader running around. Yeah, that too. I just, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, sorry, Harrison, just not feeling it. So, um, Nick Haberman wants to know. This is a a Mr. Chomps type question. Would you rather be tased for ten seconds or never be able to use prop control again? Ooh, that's tough. I'd be tased. Yeah, probably so. Because if I can't use prop again, I'm just quitting hero clicks. <laughs> yeah, prop's pretty important. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I guess you could just play cues, and you don't have to use prop. You could just replace that die. That is true. I guess I'd play cues then, Nick. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Stallings wants to know what was the funniest thing you remember from Gen Con, and how close were you to killing Jeremy? I was really, really close to killing Jeremy. I'm not going to say why, but I was really close. Oh, yeah, I, I know why. I remember now. Yeah. Um, funniest thing? Um, probably things we shouldn't talk about on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it might have involved meth and hookers. <laughs> yeah, stories we're not allowed to tell. Um, and, I, and I guess I should clarify that's uh, from uh, one of the sordid past of somebody that is not on Team Clickstaff. Yeah. Um, that yeah. is the, that is a story we heard in passing. Um, yeah, and it was a good story. <laughs> it was a it was a good story, but it does not involve any of your uh, beloved podcast hosts. I'm sorry, I said meth and hookers. I meant meth and strippers. Right. I don't think that's any better, Jason. It it, it it's slightly. Yeah. At either rate, it still does not involve us. So it was no. fun. It was funny to hear, but um, so um, well, let's wrap it up for tonight, Jason. Final thoughts. Um, hope to see everybody at Worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hope to see everybody at Worlds as well. Um, get those final rounds. Get those final rounds of practice in, and uh, be sure to post up in our Facebook group. If you got any questions, we'll be glad to help you out, or just send me a message. And um, you know, I, I talk teams all the time, so or send uh, any of us a message. We're all happy to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Tommy Lytle did say he was excited to see hear Dave was playing. Uh, but Dave dropped off before he gets to hear that, so I guess he'll just have to read it on Facebook, which looks like he did. So we'll have to remind Dave to charge his phone next time. Yeah, it's okay. I remind Dave and Zach how to not fall apart while we were at Gen Con. Like, did you remember to put on put on your pants, guys? <laughs> oh boy, just call me Daddy Dan. I remember anybody not wearing pants, but okay. Well, you left early one morning. Oh, well, I guess I lucked out then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off today, and we'll talk to you all next time. Later.